Yes, Channing. By the way, since it's almost Dad's birthday, we want since you guys were not going to be filming on his birthday, but we just let's sing Happy Birthday. Oh, that's a lot. Do you want to? That's no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. I'm suddenly very (laughs) self-conscious right now. You Uh, can sing it if you want. Happy birthday to you. You, you're no happy, happy birthday to you. You're 103. You still go to preschool, and you want your mommy. Okay. <laughs> cha cha cha. Cha cha Hello, I'm Heather Brooker. I'm Chris Brooker. And I'm Channing Brooker. And this is the Brooker Family Popcast. Popcast. Pop what now? Popcast. Don't popcast. No popcasting. Nope. This is a weekly pop culture and family entertainment show, and we are so glad that you're here joining us. In this episode, we're going to be talking to the cast of the brand new show, Jane, on Apple TV+. We're also going to give you our thoughts on the Super Mario Brothers movie and some Star Wars news. Let's jump right in. Let's go. Let's go. Apparently, starting this episode off strong with a nice little frog in my throat. Of course. Gotta love it. Um, So, it's been quite an exciting week in the world of entertainment, but also in the Broker House. Uh, First of all, shout out to Lane Bryant. I love this outfit that they sent me, this cool, like, good vibe shirt. It's a great shirt. They um, have been kind enough to give me some clothes for my podcast because they saw that I needed help. So thank you to Lane Bryant for that. And um, we have some, pr- like, honestly, I would say the, the biggest thing that's happening in our world this day is daddy's birthday. Wha- yeah. What? Yes. Both of my favorite people in the world have birthdays within 10 days. I'm going to be other. 25 years old. <laughs> so Do you believe that, Channing? Yeah, there's also a bug in your shirt. There's a bug on my shirt? It's moving. Okay, thank you for yeah, no telling me. Oh I saved gosh. your life. Thank you. <laughs> you did save my life. Thank you. Yeah. Good, have my back, girl. Um, but but yeah. daddy's birthday. Back to me. Yes, back to daddy. Yes, yes. yes back to me. It's a milestone. It's a milestone birthday. <clears throat> and which milestone is that? It's just a milestone. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> it's a very important milestone. So we had Channing's birthday um, last week, which yep. was really fun. Channing mm-hmm. turned 10. Yep. Yep. And we had a big party. And um, we went and saw the Super Mario Brothers movie. And then now we are getting ready to shift gears and start celebrating Daddy. We're going to go out of town on a little weekend getaway. You know, for 10 years, Channing has been stealing my birthday thunder. And uh, Uh, I'm getting a little tired of it. How? I mean, too fabulous for you? Yes, oh. yes, that's it exactly. That's Grown it exactly. To, no, I'm, I'm looking getting taller than all of you guys, by the way. You like, are. By probably you are. by the age 16, I'm going to be the size of you. Probably. Or taller than you. It's possible. Yeah, you'll definitely, I think, you might be taller so than me. I go me. up to my mom's nose. Yeah. So, Daddy's big birthday. We're focusing on Daddy yes, now. I it's know. not about you. I know. Sadly. <laughs> so, um, I'm very excited. This will be a fun birthday. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting out of town, spending time with you guys, mm-hmm. and just kind of relaxing. Yeah. I'm really excited about that, too. Me too. Yeah. So, um, we did that, and then we've got also, um, Daddy and I went on a really fun date last week. We had a date night, and it was um, with Warner Brothers. Yeah. And yeah. I love Warner Brothers, and I love so many of their properties and so many of their titles over the years. They're just like there's so many Warner Brothers, the so Warner many, Brothers, yeah. you know. And they don't really um, include me in a lot of their <laughs> a lot of their stuff. They don't so love you. They don't love me as much. So um, that's why I was really excited that um, Chris and I were invited to go to the um, this candlelight concert mm-hmm. for the WB, the Warner Brothers 100 years. They're celebrating their 100 years of being in business this year. And they had this string quartet perform um, like 
I would say maybe what twenty or so thir- of their of their songs. I want to yeah. say if you, like fifteen to twenty. Yeah, yeah. Other yeah. songs um, from famous movies, Warner Brothers movies throughout the years, yeah. and they did it all by candlelight. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, it, it was, was a beautiful really performance, beautiful. and it was nice to be back on the Warner Brothers lots. And you really get a true appreciation of the like the depth of their movies and yes. how many movies they have. When you he listen to all these songs from all these movies from the 1930s mm-hmm. all the way through current stuff. You're I mean, talking about Singing in the Rain, the Harry Potter Wizard movies. Wizard of Oz. The Exorcist. Was, yeah. yeah, Wizard of Oz. Superman, Wonder Woman. Hope, I mean, Yeah, uh, Lord of the Rings. Sadly, I couldn't go. Yeah. Very sadly. But you weren't that sad because you got to hang out with a babysitter. Yeah, I like babysitters. And play Roblox and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. you weren't too bummed. I think nah. you would have... I think you would have liked the concert, but I think you might have been a little bored. It was definitely more for adults, I think. But it was fun. So yeah. thanks, thanks Warner Brothers. No, it was fun. Thanks, Warner Brothers. And, and that series is, is happening all over the country. There's 100 mm-hmm. concerts all over the country uh, throughout the year. And it's a big event. Yeah. So if there's maybe there's one coming to a studio, studio. Oh my god. C- you a have city near you. I'm, I need more coffee, guys. Yeah. You, you're just very. It's very early yeah. in the morning right now. <laughs> just. It's really not that early, <laughs> but like, maybe for normal like, people, it's not that <laughs> early in the morning. Uh, yeah. For me, maybe not. I feel like for me, I feel like it's ten o'clock. It, it is. It is. Oh. About <laughs> ten o'clock. Also, this is not early for you. You get up early every morning. For school. Yeah. I'm used to it. But you guys aren't. Let's talk about what's popping. Yeah. Because there is a lot that we've Mm. got to get to this week. I'm really excited about that. The biggest thing that's happening right now, I think, um, that people are talking about, there's a couple big things. One of them is um, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Man. It is going to be breaking records. It already has. Yeah, it's broken records. Yeah. So um, we saw it. We got an early sneak preview. And I loved it. I loved it. Thank you, Universal and Illumination Entertainment. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about it. What did you guys think? Loved it. What did you love about it? Everything. Be more specific. Okay, well, (laughs) (laughs) um, I loved the animation. The animation was actually really good. I think that, in my opinion, I think that that deserves an Oscar. Oh, okay. A little early, a little early yet for that call. Yeah, I know, like a little (laughs) year early, but (laughs) yeah. Okay, cool. Um, what, what about you, Daddy? I thought, you know, I thought it was good. Uh, this movie is a movie, obviously, everyone has been looking forward to. It's already broken records. It's the biggest debut animation movie ever. It's made almost $400 million. As of this taping, it's made almost $400 million worldwide. It beat Frozen 2 for biggest animated. And there's, there's a reason for that. People want to see Mario Brothers. They want to see it, and it's fun. And that's exactly what this movie is for me. I liked it because it was fun. It was, I got in... And I could just escape and lose myself in this silly, goofy video game movie. And, uh, yeah, I just had a good time. So I think it's going to continue to do well. Oh, well, yeah. first of all, let me just say, I loved it. I, I am a lifelong Nintendo fan. Yes, We've talked are. about this on yes. the show before. I played Super Mario growing up. That was my gaming console of choice was Nintendo and all the Mario movie uh, movies, Mario games. Um, so I was really excited and also maybe a little biased going into yeah. this movie because I was going to love, love it. it no matter what. And um, I thought it was great. It was a lot of fun. Like, I think, you know, some I've seen some critics who are overthinking it, perhaps. Right. right. Um, you know, their jo- the job of a critic is to criticize. So they have to find something to criticize about a movie. Otherwise, they have no job. Yeah. You know, so um, but I thought it was fun. There was lots of great references to the Nintendo games, lots of characters that they brought to life Little from Easter the eggs. games. Yeah. Yeah. 
There, if, if there was one thing I could have changed, I think I would have liked just a little more story development um, on the relationship between Mario and Luigi and maybe Mario and Peach. Yep. Because um, it was just sort of like, yay, we're brothers. And then, yay, here's Peach. No spoilers. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But yeah. I feel like they could have taken a little more time and built Mario's world a little bit yeah. more so we get to know him and feel for him. Because up until this point... We've known nothing about Mario and Luigi. They've been these sort of two-dimensional characters that we play in our video games. Yep. And, um, and the movie, I feel like the movie uh, kind of told us a little, just a little bit about its, about their childhood. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to spoil it either. Yeah. But just like how they're two brothers and they're never going to be separated, you know? Yeah, they're really close. Yeah, yeah, it did. It certainly did do that a little bit. So we saw that relationship between Mario mm-hmm. and Luigi. Um, and we met their family a little bit. I just think they could have taken that maybe a little bit further, but it was almost like they were like, we're going to pack in all this awesome well, Nintendo stuff. And the at fans. the same time, I mean, it's it's a video game movie. Right. Right. You can't, you can't take it too seriously. It too no. yeah. you, know, you take it for what it is. And it was entertaining is what yes. it was. And I think that's what they set out to do. And I think they did, they did a pretty good job. And that's ultimately the bottom line. I was entertained. I laughed out loud. I, I You did laugh I out would, loud a couple times. I would venture to say I was giddy. <laughs> yes, a couple <laughs> times the you were. I was like, giddy oh. mean? Giddy just means like, oh, excited. Oh, puppy. Yes. Did you say, oh, puppy? No, I said pretty. Oh. Like preppy and stuff. Oh. Preppy. Yeah, giddy is just like excited. Goofishly like, happy. Yeah. Preppy basically, and also preppy means like kind of girly, kind of emo, only mix. Pre- oh, mixed. preppy definitely does not mean emo. Well, in my sure. definition. Oh, well, then your definition is. Just, I said wrong. the tiniest <laughs> bit of emo. Like, like not really girly. Yeah. Just like. I don't know how to explain it. All right. That's a whole other episode on a whole other podcast. Of um, talking about preppy versus emo. Mm-hmm. All right. So <laughs> I guess, um, I guess. the overall, I think, family consensus <laughs> was that we liked the movie. Yeah. We enjoyed it. So thank you so much, Universal and Illumination and Nintendo, for inviting us. And they also sent us some cool hats. I should have brought them today. But they oh, sent that us been a good some cool swag. Yeah. They were um, really cute. Yeah, really cute. So Dibs we'll, on Luigi. <laughs> you can have the Luigi hat. <laughs> I, I, I actually do. I, I okay, like Okay, you guys can I find like it out. Um, <clears throat> all right, so uh, let's talk about the other big thing that's happening in the public lexicon right now. People are all chatting about the Star Wars news that's yes. been coming out. A lot of stuff coming out of Star Wars for um, future projects. So what are some of the for big sure. ones we can talk about? Well, the Star Wars celebration just happened, and there was, of course, a lot of big news coming out of that, as you said. Um, for me, personally, some of the biggest news was uh, the announcement of three new Star Wars movies of this in that Star Wars universe. Um, they're bringing back Rey as a Jedi Master, and this takes place 15 years after The Rise of Skywalker, which was the last big Star Wars movie. So it's three new movies coming up 15 years after The Rise of Skywalker, uh, bringing back Rey, and so that sounds very exciting. New characters, new adventures, the Skywalker saga somehow continues. I don't mm-hmm. know how, so we'll find out. Also, they're bringing in a very uh, a big fan favorite, um, Ahsoka, yeah. who made her debut, her live-action debut in The Mandalorian, she was a uh, carryover from the Clone Wars TV show. A very popular character with the fans. They decided to make her, and Rosario Dawson plays her. Great casting, by the way. She was voiced by my friend Ashley Eckstein in oh, the yes. film. Yes, yeah, she was. We actually met um, Ashley on uh, when several years ago when Disney invited us to their creator conference. Oh, yeah. They used to do this creator conference um, every year, and we got invited to go. We were lucky enough to get invited to go, and we went on, it was like, Four days at Disney World and then three days on a Disney cruise, all hosted Ooh. by Disney. Mm-hmm. You, 
I think I, th- I think I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I would hope so. I, mean, I, I, hope I so. think so. You remember it. It was a fun time. Um, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Channing's like, oh, that sounds fun. You were there. Yeah, she did yeah. do the voice, though. Yeah. But yes, but Ashley Eckstein was the voice. But anyway, my point is, is she was there, and she had written a book. Um, she also uh, created the very famous, um, very popular clothing line, Her Universe. Yes. Which is all, like, pop culture um, and fandom clothes for women yep. and girls. And... Um, she had written a book about how much she loved being a part of the Star Wars universe and, and being a part of the Disney world, Disney universe, I should say. Um, but she voiced uh, Ahsoka, voices Ahsoka in the Clone Wars animated show. In, in the show. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So that's really cool because she is, the, that character Ahsoka is a really popular character. And the trailer's dropped. It looks very cool. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in the, is in the show. Um, as well to bring more like acting talent, acting gravitas to the show. Uh, it's pretty neat. There was also some other like casting announcements for Star Wars and stuff that I won't bore you with, but uh, those were the big takeaways for me. No, was, you should uh, bore us. That's the point of this uh, show. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're bringing back some Star Wars characters. Wait, that we let thought me rephrase that. We're not here to bore people. Yeah, well, exactly. except except for the time when it's chance planning, where I talk about all the stuff the kids are into. Yes. Yeah, th- then you can bore us with that. Yeah, sure. yeah, I bore you too, but not everyone else who's listening. That's right. And watching. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, there's definitely a lot uh, coming out of um, this Star Wars. I don't know what they're doing over there. It's like a, they're in London right now. I don't know if it's like a big, just like Star Wars. Uh, I think they're calling it the Star Wars Celebration. That's right, Star Wars Celebration 2023. Um, once again, I was not invited to that. Sadly. Thanks no. a lot, uh, Disney and Star Wars. Appreciate you. But um, I see a lot of other fellow press people and fellow outlets that are there yeah. all covering it, mostly middle-aged white dudes. And there's rumors I'm just that saying, I'm just gonna say that I'm just gonna put that out there. It's kind of the same mo for a lot of these uh, to a degree fan websites. To a degree, same guys. Um, but regardless, it sounds like there's gonna be some really cool stuff. And there's some Mandalorian news that came out of it too. You know, mm-hmm. the potential of a Mandalorian movie coming out to wrap up all the storylines. So yeah, a lot of big news coming out of Star Wars. I'd like to see how it all continues to develop. And are you enjoying the Mandalorian series so far? I know this last, uh, this most recent episode, some people were like upset about the stunt casting with Lizzo and Jack Black, but I didn't mind it. I thought they were great. I like it, and a lot of people are having issues that um, you, the Mandalorian is no longer the main character. Well, it's it just recently came out. One of the producers actually said, there's more than one Mandalorian character. We call it the Mandalorian, but that covers a couple of different characters. Yeah. And so people don't know how to take that just yet. Mm. But um, I think a lot of people aren't liking this season as much because there's a lot of filler. Uh, They've strayed from the original storylines to some degree, but I kind of like it because they're kind of expanding on the character, the character's relationship with the rest of the Mandalorians and, you know, and things like that. And uh, I I think overall it's good. I don't mind the stunt casting that much because I know it's a one-off. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's still a fun show. Yeah. And it's good yeah. to be in that world once again. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, all right, I want to talk about something very exciting that we have on the show this week. Oh, we yeah. have um, a couple mm-hmm. of guests. And uh, this is, um, we're going to be talking to the stars of the, actually, I should say, recently I sat down with a couple of the stars from mm-hmm. the new show, Jane, on Apple TV Plus. And it is all inspired by the work of Jane Goodall. Fantastic. Um, whether uh, all of her work in climate change in helping raise awareness for endangered species and animals around the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very lucky to sit down with Ava Louise Murchison and Mason Blomberg. They are the two kids that star in this show and talk to them about this show and their experiences. Um, and so we are going to 
throw to that interview right now. Great. Awesome. So let's just jump right in. First of all, congratulations. We watched the first couple of episodes and it is so much fun, like quite an adventure. Um, Ava Louise, let's start with you. Tell me a little bit about Jane. What is the story all about? Um, so Jane is about a nine-year-old environmentalist who is very passionate about saving the environment and saving endangered animals. So she goes on these imaginary missions with her best friend, David, and her toy chimpanzee, Greybeard, who comes to life. And on those missions, they learn about um, different animal facts and how to save the environment and endangered animals. And then let's talk about where the name Jane comes from. Who is the inspiration here behind the series? Um, so the series is based on the mission of Jane, Dr. Jane Goodall. It is. And she is such a prolific scientist and such yeah. a prolific nature conservationist. And she has fought for animals and um, for so many years. So I love that this series, when I first heard about it, I thought maybe it was going to be more like a documentary style, but this is an adventure, you guys. So Mason, tell me a little bit about this. This, These kids and these characters, first of all, tell me about your character and you guys, how you're using your imaginations um, in this show. Well, um, David is a really funny character and um, he can bring levity to the show sometimes because, you know, there's these scary moments sometimes when Jane brings brings us brings me and Greybeard on these missions when there's like a tiger or something and and um there's even a line in the trailer where it says why does everything we try to save attack us so um <laughs> David is um David is a um a character who can get kind of scared sometimes but is always cracking funny jokes in the um scariest moments which is really cool now, I don't want to obviously give away too much about the series, but let's at least talk about this first episode. You guys had some pretty wild adventures with yeah. a polar bear, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we have to ask the obvious question. Was there a live polar bear on your set with you? <laughs> no. No? no? Not it, it at all? <laughs> all the animals were, well, almost all the animals except a dog and a cat were CGI'd by these amazing workers that are doing the most realistic animation from CGI I've ever seen. So it's like, it's just amazing. I have to say it looked really real, especially those scenes like in the pool. And then when you guys were out like in the tundra and in the snow, it looked yeah. really realistic. Yeah. They did a great job. Yeah. They really did. They put a lot of hard work into it. Yeah. Like we, we even saw them working a little bit sometimes. It's yeah. Like, we just saw how hard they were working. They were so concentrated yeah. and it was just amazing. That's so cool. So um, then let's talk about, um, did you guys feel like you were learning something as well when you're reading through these scripts? Was there something you learned like about polar bears in particular that you're like, oh, I didn't know this. Ava Louise, what about you? Um, yeah, I definitely learned a lot of stuff. I definitely learned a lot of scientific names as well. I know that polar bears, um, their scientific name is Ursus maritimus. And I've never heard of scientific names for animals before booking Jane. So I thought that was really cool. And Mason, what about you? Did you learn anything that maybe you didn't know? Well, yes, I've learned tons of interesting facts about all these animals from each episode. And um, there was there was the one of the interesting ones from the polar bear 
was definitely that the polar bears are as fast as they are. Like, I knew polar, bear, polar bears were fast, and I knew they were fast in water, but I didn't know they were that fast. <laughs> I didn't either. I was surprised. I mean, I knew they were fast. I've heard that, like, regular bears are fast, yeah. so I guess it just regular makes sense that polar like, bears like, are also fast. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you think about it, it kind of makes sense because they're on ice, and ice makes it slippery, and then slippery oh. can make you go faster sometimes. Yeah, totally. That is a pretty smart observation. Um, and I want to talk about Ava Louise, your character, um, the woman who plays your mom. There's some really wonderful relationship building there between um, your character and the mom character there. Let's talk about that because sometimes the teen and tween mom dynamic can be challenging. Um, what is your relationship or what is your character's relationship like with her mom in the series? Um, I think Jane is um, extremely grateful for her mom because her mom is very supportive of her and supportive of her saving the environment. But um, sometimes Jane can kind of go overboard a little bit and um, Jane's mom tries to like calm her down. And, mm -hmm. but, Jane, but Jane's mom um, really knows that Jane is extremely, um, gifted and has yeah. a um, great imagination and is very passionate. She's very passionate. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought of too. When I saw her, I was like, Oh, she's going places. She yeah. has a plan. We love yeah. it. And in um, real life too. We, we all had such a great relationship. Yeah. We, we were always going on adventures together. That's so great. Did you guys film in Canada? Is that yeah. where you filmed? Are we you guys, filmed? It, are you in Canada? Right. Is that where you live? Or are you in LA? I'm in LA. She's in Canada. Yeah. Nice. Um, I live in Barrie, Ontario, which is like really close to Toronto. Nice. Well, um, let's talk about this, something really cool that happened at the end of the episode. And you guys can tell me if this happens at the end of every episode was there was an expert that sort of like zoomed in with you guys and had a conversation. Tell yeah. me a little bit about that. Um, and are we going to see more of that? Um, it was truly amazing getting to um, meet them and learn more about them. And also seeing that um, a lot of the experts were women. And that was really um, inspiring to me. And yeah, learning all the cool facts about them and that they decided to uh, research all these amazing animals. Yeah. So yeah. let's, oh, go ahead, Mason. Did you want to say something? I was just, just agreeing with Ava. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good, good. Um, and I have to say too, like one of my, one of the coolest things, um, that you guys said that really just caught my attention in this is I believe it's a quote from Jane Goodall and I'm correct me if I'm wrong, you guys, but she's the only, if we understand, will we care? Yeah. What does um, that what does that mean for you whenever you say that or whenever you first heard that? What does something like that mean for you? It's um it's kind of like it's really it's a really inspiring quote because it, it's true. Like it's kind of like the build it's like the base building block of the entire series because if you think about it, it's true. If the the show is helping kids and families understand the animals. And some people can be scared of like sharks or some people can be scared of alligators. And the show helps uh, helps people understand 
um, these animals. And if you understand these animals, you'll feel sympathetic for them. And you'll want to care for them. Yeah. And if you care for them, you'll want to take action and then you'll want to protect them. And then once everybody's helping protect these animals, then they can be saved. I love that. I love that. And too, and um, Jane's character as well is not just about saving the animals. She's also like recycling and she's really like, you know, it's trying to inspire her neighborhood and her neighbors um, to recycle and care about the environment as well. Uh, yes, I think that Jane does everything she can, um, can, everything she can in the <laughs> in like her um, community and tries to inspire other people like her neighbors to um, recycle. And in one of the episodes, the polar bear episode, she tries to get her neighbor, um, Mr. Jin, I think she tries to get him to recycle. And um, at the end of the episode, she's like, wait, you don't compost. So she's always just trying to um, help other people in her community and also um, herself and her mom and she does whatever she can. She can. She does. Yeah. <laughs> did that sound weird to you when you said it out yeah. loud? I've done that before. I'll say something and go, wait, did that make any sense? Yeah. <laughs> I did. Totally made sense. It totally made sense. Well, let me ask you guys, there's going to be a lot of kids and families who, um, they listen to our show and what would you like them to learn about Jane? And what would you like them to take away from the show when they watch Jane? What would you like them to take away um, after watching your show? Uh, I think, I hope they take away that um, it's important to save the environment and animals. Mm -hmm. And um, that like, that um, we need to care for the environment and without the environment, we wouldn't be able to live because we need these, we need respect for these animals because we're animals too, we're mammals. We are evolved from monkeys. So technically, yes, we are animals to anyone who didn't know that. Um, so we need to respect them like we would respect ourselves. Well, I couldn't agree more. And I think you guys are absolutely delightful to watch in the show. And you're both absolutely wonderful in person and as well. So thank you both for taking the time to talk with me and be on our show. I can't wait to share this conversation with um, my family and with our audience as well. So congratulations again, you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. So that was Ava Louise and Mason, and they were such a joy to talk to. Very well-spoken yep. kids, very talented actors. Um, I got to watch a few of the episodes. Um, Apple TV Plus sent me a couple screeners early and really enjoyed the show. It is such a great show for that that tween set, that um, el elementary kids, like Channing's yep. Perfect Age, yep. elementary age kids, and also um, you know middle school and up. It's not like you're, um, you don't feel like you're, they're being hit over the head with learning something. With some kind of message yeah, or something like that. But right. there's definitely a wonderful uh, learning experience for these kids in a very entertaining Good. way. So kudos to Apple TV Plus, who honestly has been doing a really amazing job with their programming. Yeah. Um, they have quite a few shows, and we've talked about the Apple TV Plus shows before. Yep that we enjoy um they're doing a really great job with their program they're really expanding their 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 programming a lot in, yeah. in a good way yeah for sure um all right cool so let's move on we're going to talk about uh some of the tv shows that we're watching right now any recommendations i know um chan you are watching a show on disney plus we're all watching it but yes what is it dookie 
Doogie Camille Aloha season two. Yes. And we love this show. Yep. It's so this is definitely one we love to watch as a family. What yeah. do you like about it? Well, it's basically I just like because it's a teenager also working as a doctor, so she has a really stressful life. She has a boyfriend and a bestie, you know. It's a really stressful life, but also a really fun life that she has too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's just... Um, and she lives in Hawaii. And she yeah, lives in Hawaii. Amazing. That's she loves cool. to surf, too. It's really cool to watch the show because it feels, it's very Disney-fied, so uh-huh. it's very, like, but there's some swears in it, which is, I think, really interesting choice <clears throat> on their part, but it's um, very Disney-fied, and it's a sweet family. They're all kind to each other. I was just about and to say that. And when they make yeah. a mistake, they admit that they made a mistake, you know, like... This episode, there's one, good communication. There's good communication yeah. in this family. I'm like, this is a great family, um, and it also, <laughs> like, what I want to be part of this family. What an aspirational oh. family that they've created here. But it's also just like really cool to look at Hawaii. They're always on the beach. They're surfing. Yeah, um, and uh, it's just a fun show. Yeah, yeah. you like it? You I like it. It's, it's it? a good show. I really, I really recommend it to tweens and teens because it has Channing some swears in it. Yeah, good call. Uh, okay. All right, all Chris right. Berger, what are you uh, recommending this weekend into? Well, speaking of Apple programming, there's a show on Apple Plus right now called The Big Door Prize. Yes. And uh, I was surprised. I, I saw it, and I hadn't heard anything about it before, and we started watching it, and I think we're three or four episodes in or something like that. And uh, it's great. It stars Chris O'Dowd, mm-hmm. and he plays this uh, guy who lives in a small town, and suddenly in the middle of this town, in this convenience store, a machine appears. They don't know where it really came from. Uh, but it's supposed to give you your life's potential. So you put in a couple of quarters and it tells you what your life's potential is. And everyone starts taking it weirdly seriously. You know, it says someone's going to be a superstar. Someone's going to be a hero. Someone's going to be a a singer or a motorcycle rider or something like that. And they take it very seriously. And Chris O'Dowd is this guy who's like, what are you guys doing? This is crazy. This is nuts. Um, And I won't get into into too many spoilers here, but that's the basis of the show. And Chris O'Dowd, he's an Irish actor and he's such a watchable actor. Mm -hmm. You know, once, if you're not familiar with the name, once you see him, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. Um, it's just a fun show. It's yeah. a fun show. That actually sounds really fun. Can it I is. watch I that with you? You could probably watch it. Yeah. Can I watch Do it with think? you? Yeah. It's not dark. It doesn't have like Negative. a whole lot of swears and there's not yeah. much negativity in it. And it's kind of funny at not the same time. Not any more time. swears than Doogie Kamehameha. Seriously, Doogie's a potty mouth. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't, I don't. Wait, how many spheres are in it? I don't know. We didn't count. Uh, We're not counting. But I will say, yes, the big door prize. Like, I love the idea of of the show with just like a little bit of a sci-fi twist. And that seems to be sort of what it's building up to. Like, there's a little bit of that unknown element with this machine that can tell people what their potential uh, is. So I think that's a really, it's a really cool concept. Yep. And it's, I think the basis of the show is around these relationships in this town too. His relationship with his wife, his relationship with his daughter, his relationship with the townsfolk and stuff like that. Because he's a teacher at the school and his relationship with his students and how they're all interacting in conjunction with this mystery machine that showed up to tell everyone their life's potential. So uh, it's cool. And I'm looking forward to watching more of it. Awesome. Yeah, I kind of, I, I actually kind of want to watch that with you. All Let's right. do it. Let's do it. First Good recommendation. Look, you've already swayed one viewer. Done. There you go. My job is done. <laughs> I know. All right, let's move on to Chansplaining. Woo! I am Chansplaining the Roblox game Doors. Okay, what is Doors? So, it's kind of a horror game. Oh. <laughs> well, once you start to get, starts to play it and watch some walkthroughs, you realize it's not that scary. What makes it like a horror game? Like, are there ghosts or? Uh, no, no, no. There's like monsters. Oh. Okay. So you spawn into a little lobby and then you go into an elevator 
and then you have to find keys to open doors, and and you're supposed to go to door 100. That's the end of the game. If you reach door 100, you win the game, and you can play it over and over again. You get achieve achievements on the way. And there's this little... I have a lot of tips for uh, door players, so because I'm kind of a pro, just to let you know. <laughs> okay. So if for any, like, noobs that's... For any like new players that start that just start playing doors, here are some tips for you. So when rush or ambush comes, you have to make sure you hear them before you go in the closet because then hide could push you out into rush or ambush and you could lose health or die. And that's a really bad thing. I didn't know that back then, so I died a lot. Okay. <laughs> and also in the dark, if you hear a little like that, exactly like that, like. You have to look all around you until you, until you see this like weird little character and you stare at him in the eye and then he's dead. Oh. Or else he like takes your health. Oh. And there's this little character named Dupe okay. and he tricks you to thinking of what door you're on. So you always have to keep track of which door you're on or else if you get Dupe, he's going to erase the door that you were just on and you have to try to figure it out. Luckily, I know some hacks to make sure. If it's an unlocked door, just go near the door and if it doesn't go and if it doesn't open, that means it's Dupe. Dupe is like the scary monster that jumps at you and takes your, like half of your health. Okay. And then if you blah blah blah, if it's a locked door and you see the key, look at the key number. It actually tells you what door you're supposed to unlock the key with. Good to know. Yeah, it's a really good, really good, helpful tip. Thanks. Well, oh, wait, there's one oh, more thing. Oh, there's more. Okay. <laughs> there's actually, like, can I say two more monsters? Okay, but this is a really long chance planning. Well, yeah. All right, go uh, ahead. Yeah, so there's one, other, there's one other monster that comes two times in the game at door 100 and at door 50. Mm -hmm. At door 50, he's in a library, and you have to collect books and crack a code to onto the next door to, to Jeff's shop, which is door 52. And on door 100, he he spawns up, and that's basically the door that you try to defeat, and you try to get him so you can go into the elevator. Okay. But then you die in the elevator. Okay. That's how you end it. But also, the last monster is Seek. How you know when he's coming is when you see little eyes on the wall. Then if you see a long hallway in the next door, you have to get prepared to dodge and dodge some hands from Seek. He comes out of the ground and kind of is a little bit creepy. Then he run chases after you and you try to go through like a little run. And the song is actually good. It's like, da -da -da -da. It's, it's a good song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a very long chance playing. It, it was, but you're obviously very excited about I, it. I, I about I, it. I, ever since I started playing it, I've actually started to like it. Mm. My new high score indoors is star 50. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you enjoy that so much. So uh, it's doors on Roblox. Doors Roblox game. Okay. There's also doors by Kauai, but for some reason my settings won't let me play it. It's like doors, but like for beginners, basically. It's doors, oh. but for beginners. So there's okay. not as many entities. Weird. All right, cool. Well, thanks, Chan. <laughs> yeah, no problem. All right, let's move on to uh, Brooker Beats. What are we talking about this week in music? All right, first of all, before we get Brooker Beats started, I want to talk about, in the last episode, I mentioned Radiohead's The Benz, 30th anniversary. I misspoke. It's not Radiohead's The Benz. It's Radiohead's Pablo Honey, their debut album. 
is the one that actually came out 30 years ago. Also a good listen. Highly recommend it. So everyone can stop with their hate mail and hate messages stop now. Stop it. I did actually get a couple messages. Um, <laughs> so, we, so we get it. This week for the Brooker Beats is Luscious Jackson, and it's a little bittersweet because uh, as of this taping a few days ago, we found out that one of the founding members of Luscious Jackson passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, the keyboardist and vocalist uh, died, and so I want to bring everyone's attention to this band. Um, Luscious Jackson was a band uh, that came out of the 90s, very indie, uh, very cool, very funky. Um, I highly recommend, the album I recommend right now is Electric Honey, which is, I believe, their third album. Um, it's excellent. It's got Lady Fingers on it, Nervous Breakthrough, stuff like that. Um, I think you really like it. So this week's Brooker Beats. Brooker Beats is Luscious Jackson. That is a good one. That yeah. definitely, Luscious Jackson brings back so many memories of like college sure. and you know, they ha- they were a very, like, funky, chill, you know, lady band. Yep. Um, they never broke huge. They no. had a couple of little hits, but uh, never broke huge, but always still very on the periphery of popular music throughout the 90s and a little bit in the early 2000s. Yeah. <clears throat> a good recommendation. Um, and I know you have a lot more. I- I'm honestly really impressed how you sort of, like, don't talk about like a ton of music in your Brooker Beats. I like that you just sort of like focus in because I know you have a vast selection of music. Oh, knowledge. I could go on. I, could I know, go on. I know I'm you gonna... could, but we're going to stop. Okay. We're going to wrap it up there. All right, you guys. So um, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Yes, thank we you. We appreciate each and every yeah. one of you. Please take a moment to subscribe to our show and leave a five-star review and a comment. Um, we would really appreciate it and share it with your friends. If you have other friends and family who would enjoy listening to our show, please share our show with them and make sure you follow us on social media. We'll put little like uh, tags here where you can do that. Yes, Channing. By the way, since it's almost dad's birthday, we want, since you guys were not, we're going to be filming on his birthday, but we just let's sing happy birthday. Oh, that's a lot. Do you want to? That's no. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm suddenly very <laughs> self-conscious right now. Uh, you can sing it if you want. Happy birthday to you. You, cha, you're cha, cha. Hun- no happy happy birthday to you. You're 103. You still go to preschool. And you want your mommy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cha 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 cha. And on there's that more, note, there's more. Thank you song. so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>